Oh, you can cheat this forward, by the way. Oh, this was wobbling. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> Stop. Is it still? <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's. There you go. Sound works. Oh, there we go. Turned up. It's still a little wobbling. That's fine. I think it works. That's fine. I'll just hold it with my hand. That can't happen. No, that was me. No, that was me. All right. Okay. All set. Ready? Told you it was me. <laughs> that, that's yours. <laughs> it's definitely, definitely me. So I, I, I have the timer. Okay. All right. This time for real. This this time for real, we're starting. God, for reals. Welcome to Fake Philosophers. Uh, this week's episode. Um, uh, my name is Mitch. I decided to take point on this particular episode. And did I decide or did you? I don't remember. I think we just. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm doing the intro. You're welcome. Uh, with me today is uh, is Mike. Say hello, Mike. Hello, everyone. And uh, our good friend Eddie has uh, joined us remotely via Zoom. Hi, Eddie. Hello. Good to see you again. Do you want to take that again? It's or? been so long. <laughs> Uh, so today's so, uh, uh, this week's episode, we're uh, I know uh, we we've, we've done some general discussion episodes. We've done some uh, well, we've done one uh, yeah. <laughs> topic centered uh, episode. Uh, this time we decided we're going to go a little bit more specific to one or two topics, kind of yeah. keep things. Well, yeah, because the the topic I I, uh, I thought of and it wasn't that I thought of it. So some time ago, a friend of mine um, she posed a question on Instagram. Well, before you get into it, some context. Uh, must, must, much of what we talk about <laughs> English, please. much of what we talk about, uh, we find just repeating what we've said to our windshields when we're driving in traffic yeah. or lying yeah. in bed at night or poop thoughts, as I like to call them. They're like shower thoughts, but less interesting. Um, it's depending uh, topics of discussion that are either political, but in today's, in today's case, it's more of a just general social commentary Norms, i guess yeah. uh, like What's, things things that we say or other people say that have just become become part of the culture that we you know some of us really appreciate language and the english language and words having meaning and using those meanings appropriately well here's uh here's a little one that uh that mike actually brought up a couple days ago that we thought hey it'd be a good discussion so mike's gonna least, go ahead yeah and, at least for a little bit so yeah. yeah my friend she um she on her instagram uh posed this question in her stories um uh her name's victoria she posted Whoa. pretty much, um, is it appropriate or is the whole, you can come if you want to, an appropriate invitation to like have someone come with you somewhere. And um, So give us an example. You're hosting and uh, yeah. Okay. So no, so it, I think it's just the, the way that she was approaching it was like if, a, if a, someone was asking someone else on a date, I'm not sure the context that she was in. Okay. But I've always used that that phrase as... Let's say, let's say Eddie was actually in studio with us, uh-huh. and me and you, we were both really interested in, um, I don't know. We, Fast and Furious 9. Yeah, we really like the Fast and Furious movies. It's amazing. Okay. And I've never heard Eddie talk about it. So I, me and you have plans. We're going to Fast and Furious. Right. And so we, I bring it up, and Eddie's like, oh, you guys are going to Fast and the Furious. And I'm like, yeah, like we're really into it. And I'm like, oh, but Eddie, you know, if you want to come, you can. Mm. 
that's that's how I would use it in, in context, which I yeah yeah that I seems like nothing, a literal translation. Yeah, and I, I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. but I think the way she was referring to it as if if a, if someone like I think she meant it the way I interpreted her meaning was more in a I don't want to say romantic but kind of to where like if I'm going to the movie and my lady or a lady I'm interested in um, is there and I'm like oh hey I'm going to go see this movie like you can come if you want to. Ooh. To where, because she was very much like inappropriate invitation. Yeah. She was very much against it. Okay, like um, invite me or don't. Dude. Invite don't, me or okay. don't. Do you want me to be there? It, yeah, I think that was her interpretation. Oh, okay, now we got the content. Yeah, I yeah I agree with that. That's kind of well. That's where like I think I responded to her and I said like I think it depends on the context. Oh, totally. Because yeah. I think it would be awful if like you know my girl if I'm like hey I'm I'm gonna go to to Fleming's for a steak. Yeah, you can come if you want to. <laughs> She'd probably be like, okay, dick. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on the relationship, too. Well, of course. Yeah, if uh, it's friends shooting the shit about go see some shitty movie, yeah, come if you want to. I really don't want to, but I guess I've been. Well, I I, I will say (laughs) I would agree with her in a little bit if, like, let's say we're going to the movies and I, like, call someone. Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's say Danny. I'm like, hey, Danny, Mitch and I are going to the movie. You can come if you want to. Yeah, if you then, go out of your way to, to say you can come if to, you want to, to kind of invite him, I'd be pissed if I were him. Like, that, really? That you would gonna be, put that on me now? Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of get that. Yeah, but like, if if it's in conversation and there's somebody nearby, that's how I've always used it. Right. Like, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, how about you want to come? What's, you, what's wrong with saying, "Well, you want to come"? Would that be? No, the same we're going. Time? We're going to be there at this time. We're going to be there at seven. Would get you there. like to go? Yeah. That yeah well I mean not would you like to go because that's the normal invitation the phrase do you you can, come? you can come if you want to let's say let's keep it in the realm of like uh, going to a casual event with friends mm-hmm. no romantic no courtship nothing just a, a casual event with friends you can come if you want to that makes it you can there's no obligation there like we're already doing this there, you can come or go it's no problem we'd enjoy it if you could you can come if you want to um, then it's fine but if you say do you want to go. Suddenly, it's we want you to go, and it's sort of it's yeah. suddenly like on you, like you're semi obligated. Does that make any sense? Kind of. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's that's how generally if someone if someone said to me like if it's opposite, let's say you and Eddie were going to the Fast and Furious movie, okay, and you looked at me like, oh hey, like we sorry, like you can come if you want. Yeah. The way I interpret that is kind of like you said already, um, like okay, you guys are going, you have no problem with me coming, you also have no problem with me not going. Right. So right. it's not necessarily like hey come with us. It's, right. hey, you were not aware. You are more than welcome to come. Now let's take it a different way. Let's say I'm courting Eddie um, <laughs> or, or or at least trying to get into his pants, which mm-hmm. I think is most courtship these days. But Sure. <laughs> and if I said to Eddie, if, if I were saying to Eddie, you know, there's this, uh, there's this, uh, you know, uh, a concert in the park, uh, great music I really like. Would you like to go? Do you want to go? Okay, now you, you see how that is heard. Like, if I'm asking someone out, mm-hmm. do you want to go? Now, Correct. say the other way. Like, there's this con- I'm going to this concert in the park, um, going alone. You can come if you want to. Suddenly, it's like, oh, I'm that cool. Uh, yeah. It'd be great if you can come. Maybe I'll get laid kind of, you know, kind of yeah. point of view. <laughs> but and, hey, no pressure, though. Yeah, and, and I think that's, I think she and I, uh, was taking it under that context. Right. Because um, I, I, I've said that a lot. And when someone says it to me, it, it, I've never taken it personally, um, but to me, it's if I if I'm saying that to somebody, I'm pretty much saying like you're more than welcome to come. 
but it's of no consequence if you don't. Have you ever used a phrase like that when in, in, in a dating scenario? I mean, I see, I feel like you would be more of like, if you're going to ask a girl out, you ask her out and it's, it's, a, you know what? I think it's, it's dependent on, it, it's dependent on the girl. Um, cause I think in, in my younger days when I was a little less confident, um, kind of like, <laughs> this sounds silly, but kind of like when you're a young kid, like you never want to say, do you like her? No. So like, but in a mature version of that, not a mature version, but kind of a mature version of that, I never wanted to, like, there's a, there's a time where I never wanted to say out loud, like, oh, I'm really into you. Mm. So I would try to be coy about it. Like, hey, like, like this thing's happening. If you, if you want to go, like, if you want to come, you could come. So beginning stages, no pressure, but I'd like to hang out with you kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. What phrase would you use though? If, uh, you would, would you use that same phrase still or what? I don't know. Cause, cause there is also a different thing and you kind of touched on it. If a guy is to go after a girl like that, like, hey, I'm going to the movies. You can come if you want to. And in her head, I could, I could just see her going like, so you're just going to the movies by yourself. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm going to or I'm going to a bar. You know, yeah, sure, I'd go to a bar by myself. There's people there or whatever. And, sure. But let's say there's this girl I kind of like. Um, it'd be cool if she went too. So I wouldn't use you can come if you want to. Um, I would say, no. so if I'm going out with friends, mm. I'm saying, like, hey, me, Mitch, and Eddie, we're going to the bar. So, ooh, let's let's table that because that's another discussion, another realm of asking someone out when friends are involved. Well, it's a group. well of course, my point is, like, because I have used the tactic to where, like, if I know I'm going out with friends, okay, okay cool, it's a no-pressure situation. I could say, hey, friends are going uh, out. Okay. And then the plan, has it ever worked out? Not really. But <laughs> the, the plan is at the bar, like, I could be like, hey – you let's go, you want to go play pool okay yeah but but her coming out was no pressure gotcha and, okay you know what i mean that's okay. kind of but but no um I, i've never if it's just a one-on-one date i've never said the whole like hey you can come if you want to well let's get like a specific example is um i'm i'm staying home watching movies ordering a pizza you can come if you want to <laughs> obviously we know what's gonna like gonna happen yeah. um and i feel like most girls today that would be offended by that invitation would be in that kind of scenario. It's like, we're not actually going out doing anything. Do you want to come over and hang out and, you know, in at my place alone? What do you think? Like when I use that or would that be inappropriate? Well, obviously it'd be inappropriate, but I'm not going <laughs> to ask. Not it. Inappropriate. <laughs> Just ask. It's not a big deal. So it's not, it's, it's, it's age dependent too. If, if the person has a social life, they're not going to be def- offended at all. You know, that's true. I've, true. I've had okay. people just, come on over because they really wanted to see uh, what was it Bohemian Rhapsody and I had it it's like okay let's watch it you mm-hmm. know and that was that yeah I think but I think what Mitch is saying because I agree I think what Mitch is saying specifically is would that be a situation because I agree romantically it is not an appropriate invitation but with that particular case where you're asking a girl over to your house would that be a you can come if you want to yeah and yeah. I could see from your friend's perspective being like dude do you want me there or not? Like, yeah. do you want me to come over or not? Do you want me to? I, you, I think I would, I would only use it the, the, you can come over if you want to. If like, if let's say I'm ordering pizza, I have no plans on going out. Okay. And a, a girl, you know, hit me up and she's like, Hey, what are you doing tonight? Do you want to do something or, you know, or something like that? And I'm like, well, I'm ordering pizza. You're more than welcome to come over. Mm-hmm. That's how I can see using that in context. But, okay. but if I, if I want a girl to come over, I would say, hey, what are you doing tonight? I'm ordering pizza. Would you like to come over? So did your friend post this question as a, I was asked this phrase, I was asked this phrase and it, and I didn't like it. 
or was it more just like it's hard to tell okay um but so i will say so after so she posted and it was like the the yes or no it was like a, uh, a poll the instagram story poll thing, okay yeah. yeah and then later an hour or two later she came back on and she said um pretty much like laughing saying like all these guys said like yes it's appropriate and all the girls said no interesting and then she took the stance of it is an inappropriate way to ask somebody out or to invite somebody out okay so I, that's and she was took a very strong stance on it wow okay this poll got the girly split it is literally men on one side women on the other with the exception of a few men um, guys, what's going on there? What's going on here? Where's the disconnect? You can come if you want is not an appropriate invitation. It's not. And if you think that, you're probably a fuckboy. So, Eddie, Eddie, so, Eddie, you don't see as much of a problem with it. The, um, the, you can come if you want to, uh, approach to asking someone out. I'm saying, like, maybe... Am I correct? Is that do you, you don't see as as much of a problem with it? But I well, I I believe in being clear. Okay. You know, if you establish clarity, there's nothing to read into. Sure. You know, and you take it from there. But can, can't you see how a, a a lady might feel the that there is no clarity in that sentence? Like if 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 a guy is expressing interest and the girl's confused as to whether or not he's interested, and then he says you can come if you want to, and she's like, well, there's an answer. You know, it's put it, it, he put it on me now if we're interested or not. Well, so he put it on her if she's interested in coming. Beyond that, in, in being on-prem, in location, in the same room, mm. anything more, it's like, well, you establish that and you can establish that clarity. Come over and let's find out, you know? <laughs> or do you want that? Or, okay, here's the emotional expectation. Here's the relational expectation up front. I need to know that now. Oh, okay. Or I put on a shoe and go yeah. over and knock on the door. Hmm, you know, I, it's like it's kind of a way to flip it, actually. Yeah, yeah. I guess I just so, always I've always been very I, I try to be as clear as possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not perfect, but like I'll say, hey, uh, you let's go to and you know call them, do the classic like call them up kind of thing, and you know, would you like to go to dinner? You know, mm -hmm. doing this. Well, then it's a date. You know, quote yeah. the office or whatever. But again, it's like I've been over. In my 20s, I was like invi invited over to somebody's house just to watch a movie. And it's like, yeah, we were into each other and we're at her place. So I put on, she puts on her face. I was like, yeah, we'll just watch anything. Put on scent of a woman and um, <laughs> I'm like spooning on the couch and then I fall asleep. But then she like tries to wake me up by just butting into me, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm snoring. I could tell. I was like, huh? Yeah. Okay. You know, and I, I saw the end of the movie, but it's like, oh, it was, it was, it was watch a movie and chill. And there was <laughs> into, into that, you know, it's mm -hmm. just, and I, I fell asleep and she didn't want me falling asleep. Interesting. Know? Okay. Yeah. So I guess mainly her, her, why she was upset by it was because there was no clarity in the motivation behind it. Is Maybe that just in my, exactly. yeah. in my opinion, I think what, you know, what Eddie was saying about clarity, if, if a girl and this, I think it's happened only on a few occasions, if a girl says, yeah, you're, you're, you can come if you want to, you're more than welcome to come. What it's saying to me is I would be happy for you to come, but if you're not coming, I, that's fine too. Mm. That's how I've always taken it. Yeah. Um, where I, I, so that's where Eddie was talking about clarity. That's in my opinion, giving them clarity, like that I have no, there's no consequence if you don't want to come to this thing. Where I mm -hmm. think as if 
what she was talking about, I think in her eyes, the man specifically or whoever should be clear, like I either want you to come or I don't. Right. Because no, knowing her the way I know her, I could see that she wants the, she wants to know that, kind of like what you said earlier, she wants to know that you want her to come. What's the intention here? Yeah. Is, yeah are, you pers- are you pursuing me or not? Kind of. Or how, in, like, okay, so you don't give a shit either way. Right. So then why should I? Exactly. Um, yeah. Which yeah, is we're fair. just, we're just, you're just coming over to hang out and watch a movie. Yeah. I guess that just in, in, <laughs> in cases. We'll do that and then we're friends. That's in, why we're having a conversation. I guess it, it just in, in cases of relationships where you're pursuing someone, guy or girl, if, you, if you're, pursu- if one is pursuing the other, it seems kind of like a cop out to put the pursuing on them suddenly, if that makes sense. Like if I'm, if I'm pursuing someone and I'm trying to court someone, I wouldn't want to suddenly put it on them whether or not I'm courting them. It's, it's kind of hard to explain. So you're saying like, if you're, if you're going after someone, you wouldn't want to do the whole, you can come if you want to, you would. S- I wouldn't No, It'd be like, Hey, I'd really want you to come or sure. I really want to go with you. I really want you to come and Make it clear. Yeah. Yeah. And just at no point would I say it's up to you though. Cause then I would, I would stop wasting time. And, that, like, and that's kind of like what we, we kind of uh, said already. Um, if it is a romantic thing, yeah, I, I'm going to be clear. Right. Maybe in my younger days when I was less confident, that's right. the whole like, oh, you can come if you want to. But, right. But yeah, in later days, like if I, if I want to see you. Okay. Perfect example. A uh, couple weeks back, we recorded a couple episodes um, at your house, Mike. And, and my wife, I literally said to her, um, we're going on these, ep- we're going to be recording these episodes. Um Mike's girlfriend's going to be hanging out. Um, you can come if you want to. <laughs> and I was, but like that, and of course, I didn't sum it all up by just that simple phrase. I went into saying like, I'd love it if you came. Um, I know you're going to be sitting here bored all day anyway. Uh, there's a pool. Uh, well, there's she drinks. wanted her to come, yeah. She <laughs> and, wanted her to come. And Erica would like you to come and you two can, can hang out. Um, I'd like it if you come, but if you don't want to, that's fine. Um, kind of, so I guess... I just don't like the simple phrase of you can come if you want to. I like a little bit more explanation of the motivation. Sure. Yeah. Like I said, the only, the only re- way I've, I've used that is casually if like someone in the room has not been invited. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's the main phrase. That's where when she first stated the question, I responded with the con- context is Context, key. please. Context. And almost, let this be a lesson across the board. <laughs> almost everything can be fixed if you understand the context. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a... Not we won't cut talk about the argument, but I remember I was talking to a friend of mine and we were arguing about something else and I was like I was talking about context. And I was like, hypothetically, and I'm not saying I would ever do this, um, I was like, if I punched your girlfriend out, again, I've never do this. And well. and she came and told you, you'd be furious, right? Mm. And he was like, Of course, I'd want to kill you. And I was like, Okay, yeah, fine. But <laughs> uh, no, but I was like, but if if you confronted me about it. And I was like, look, I shouldn't have hit her, but she was making jokes about my dad who just passed away. And emotionally, I hit her. It still wouldn't make what I did right. Mm. But the context now is different. It changes the story. A little perspective. It, it, it changes the story. It changes the, narr- the narrative. Yeah. He would still probably kick the shit out of oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> but even he was like, he still didn't see how it applied to our other argument, but he understood what I was trying to say. And with this phrase, like I said... I'd only use it for the most part. Like I said, if someone was in the room who wasn't invited, who's not in the conversation, but right. oh, hey, we're doing this thing. More than happy to come. If you, yeah. You know, more than happy to have you. But yeah, um, if, I, if I were suddenly single and interested in a woman now, no, it would be a direct, 
I'd like you to come. Um, but I, I guess I'm just that's I guess was trying to bring out is what spurred this debate. What made this a topic of discussion? Like what what context was she in? Where yeah. maybe we maybe we'll have her on one day. Yeah, we'll interview her. Yeah, yeah, and we'll talk about that and other things. She's a very interesting person. Okay. Yeah. With a name like that, yeah. I think you'd have to be. You'd have to be. Yeah. Any three syllable names, you kind of have to be. <clears throat> yeah. Now, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not attacking one syllable or two syllable people. I am. Okay. But I'm a two syllable. I'm a two. But the three syllable name, you kind of have to have a personality to go with it, or else you're you wasting got it. Name. Yeah. If you have a three syllable name, that's a. Four syllable, don't don't get me started. Four syllables can go fuck off. They're pretentious. Pretentious. Right, but, but oh, I have four syllables in my name. This this cast went Seinfeld real quick. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with that? I can't even think of a four syllable name of someone I know. Of someone I know. Um, do do do. No, you're right. Because because even if we know four syllable name, we're probably so accustomed to calling them by a two or three syllable nickname. Yeah. I can only think of one, one person that I met. And it was, a, was it that you went to a party like ten years ago? Was I there? Uh, yeah, you were. I was sleeping. I was sleeping in the back, and then woke up at a party. <laughs> but, uh, I don't yeah, remember. Her name was her. Her name was Sarujini, and that's the only. Where was where was this? That I can think. Was at a party? I think there was a pool in back too. So. I was there. Yeah, you drove. Who who else was there? Uh, I thought we're not supposed to name names. Boring. Name first names. First names. First boring. Names. So boring. Reese, Patrick, Alexa. I don't remember. Uh, that guy I don't named remember. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't it remember. Was, it was that party, and that's. I was like, "What's your name, Sarujini?" I was like, "I don't." Damn, that's a really interesting name. Because that that group of people, that could be at any party. I can only yeah. think of. I can only think of. Girl names that are three syllables. I can't think of any guy names. See, I can think of four syllable names. There's no one I've actually met. Okay. Like Bartholomew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Yeah. And with four syllables. <laughs> well, on that subject of, of <laughs> phrases or terms that we don't like <laughs> that yeah. are grossly overused, are there any others that uh, that well, came up this well, week? So, um, I've, I've talked about, uh, I remember years ago, uh, Danny actually, me and him were part of a group of people who were going to do like a, a blog. Um, just talking and that went that disappeared after like 10 seconds like, oh, shit. Like, I wrote one uh, Danny wrote one one of the people wrote a poem on it and we were like this is not what I thought it would be and um, one of the things I was going to talk about was uh, being in uh, the hospitality industry uh, phrases that are used in advertising uh. that are just uttered bullshit okay. but but they're, they're catchy you know what okay. I mean? they're, they're, they, they catch your attention surprising to think that some catchy popular phrases are bullshit oh yeah right anyway but like for for instance um example number one because i used to buy into this too uh specifically talking about not just cocktails but when you hear these places like yeah come try our handcrafted cocktails <laughs> handcrafted and cocktails. i just i i like as opposed to <laughs> or the Long Island iced tea in this year bottle we just poured. It says Long Island iced tea. <laughs> but even then, you're still pouring it with your hands. Like it, there's, there's <laughs> it no. It had to be hand poured at some point. Yeah. That's where it's like every cocktail is a handcrafted cocktail. Handcrafted cocktail. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now, yes. Now, if someone says like that, would be just redundant. A cocktail is a hand, yes. a handcrafted yeah. mixed drink. And what? what or do they mean they wrote it down first? <laughs> they wrote it down. 
in calligraphy, and then yeah. I'm going to make it now. Here's the parchment <laughs> upon which I wrote. It's like a handcrafted right. craft. Yeah, a handcrafted craft. Yeah, exactly. And now I, I've come to to realize that what the majority of people who say that mean is like an artisan cocktail. That's what they kind of mean. Like, artisan cocktail. Like, like kind of like a, like the fancier cocktails. Your your Negronis, your old fashions. Your, okay. There's tons of stuff like that where they're really. You go to one of those hipster bars and you could order a cocktail, and it takes them literally two minutes, 120 seconds to make your cocktail. Mm-hmm. Which sounds for basic cocktails kind of nuts, but then there are these cocktails that take a long time to make. They're yeah. artisan cocktails, are okay. nice. But when you use the phrase handcrafted cocktail, yeah. If you take 10 seconds to really think about that phrase, it's kind of dumb. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. That's the thing I, like, I don't think many people are thinking about it. No, yeah, they're just like, ooh, yeah. It's another thing, like, then there's a lot of examples, and I'm, I'm hard pressed to think of one, but uh, examples of. of Phrases in our modern culture that if you looked at what they literally mean, it's it's dumb, but like we kind of get the idea of what they mean. Like sure, yeah. You hear handcrafted cocktails. What it literally means is a handcrafted craft, and it's redundant. But if you think about it, the f- it feels like it's handcrafted. Oh, it's it more. It feels nice. It's yeah. more, you know, old-fashioned, art, like you said, artisan kind of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so there's that one. Another one is, um, and this one. I want an automated cocktail. I want to go, go on a carnival cruise, hit the long button, watch the little uh, robot that got laid off for making cars make my cocktail. Why the you know? Why the hell? Are, why the hell are there organic vegetables? Isn't that redundant? <laughs> no. So that that well, one okay, actually yeah, yeah. that one actually, I, I get what you're saying, but that doesn't make the cut. Because organic is actually like if you claim your product is organic, uh-huh. you have to meet specifications. Like so, there's a there's an actual, okay, there's an actual regulated term of yeah. organic. Okay. If something's regulated, I fine. Okay, whether or not what it literally means, fine. Okay, but um, like for, okay, organic is a good example. If if you go to a restaurant and you look at the menu and it says our food is fresh, that means yeah. that means dick. <laughs> that means nothing. <laughs> okay, that literally yeah. means that there's nothing governing it. There's nothing. Yeah, it means nothing. Okay. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah. So we're looking for yeah, examples. Yeah, because there is a USDA organic certified, and there are yeah. standards for it. Now, interestingly enough, that doesn't apply to sushi. Like, if somebody says sushi grade fish, what are you talking about? Is that not? I didn't know that. Yeah. There's not any sort of. There's not a standard for it. Is there not? Typically, this the chef goes to the the fish market, looks at that, says, "I want to buy it." Usually, there's a relationship. Huh. But as far as mm-hmm. like sushi grade rice. There's not, no, they wash it a bunch of times to make it that consistent. Sure. That bums me out because I recently got a, recently, I got it for Christmas. Um, I got a, a sushi making kit because I want to experiment with making sushi. And so I've been trying to find where I can get sushi grade fish. You can and just go to Ralph's. Fuck, okay. Well, you go to the 99 Ranch Market. You can buy it. You can buy the wild caught salmon and stuff like that. This is oh. good because I'm going to reference this video later when I can't remember where I should go. That's good. Okay. Or if you go deep sea fishing, get your own. Have you? You pull it out. Yeah. That's that's your sushi grade right there. Just freeze it so the bugs die. It's gonna be rainbow trout sushi. There There you you go. go. Um, I I I texted a a, my a group chat of some of my friends and I said, "What are some popular phrases you guys hate?" Uh, First response was the word reimagine. Reimagine building the plane while flying it. 
don't think I've how heard the that fu- one. How the fuck we find ourselves falling from the sky with an unbuilt plane anyway? <laughs> <laughs> I think that has to do with more of entrepreneurism. It's like you've got so much funding and you've got to produce a product that the investors are going to like so you can get to, to be. I kind of like but that But then phrase. reimagine. Reimagine? It, it, but yeah, well, reimagining how far you're going to go with that. Well, no, so building like, the okay, there's a building there's the a car there. What was the building the plane while you're flying it? Yeah, I kind of like that as a okay. metaphor. Okay, reimagining. I understand the annoyance with it because it has been used so many times. Yeah, but I think it's it's used correctly. Like I don't think people use it incorrectly. I think there are a lot of words that are used incorrectly. That's more what like, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Like, like fresh means nothing. Okay. Handcrafted means nothing. I, I heard this in another podcast because there's a guy that really hates when people do this. But like he, you know, he's sitting at a restaurant and uh, there's this couple sitting next to him. And then another couple walk in. Oh, my God. They know each other. Oh, hey, you know, oh, you came to this restaurant, too. This is so ironic. Blah, blah, blah. And he pipes up in the middle of the restaurant. Coincidence? Not ironic. That's not the definition of ironic, you know. So yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. People use the word ironic way too much. I probably I probably used it incorrectly as well. I'll, oh, I I'll definitely have. I'm 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 not high roading. I definitely have. Yeah. But no, um, but reimagine. I can I can see why that is annoying because especially in, in in entertainment, everyone's like, oh, it's the story reimagined, and, and they think it's this magical word. Ugh. But we've recast it and we're refilming it. There, it's yeah, exactly. But but Back I think. Yeah, but for a lot of times, I think the reimagined term is is generally used cor- correctly. Because even like Eddie just said, recasting and reshooting, depending on how they're shooting it, they are reimagining it. But that it's just a dramatic word mm, to say. Because okay. like Eddie just said, saying we recast it and we're reshooting this in a different way isn't as sexy as saying we reimagined it. But then again, okay, so you have the first Tron movie, and then you have the second Tron movie. <laughs> is that not a reimagination? That's a sequel. the old one. It's a sequel. There's a difference a between sequel. reimagining and rehashing old shit. <laughs> or making a there, sequel. Or there should be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there should be. <laughs> it's a sequel. Uh, what were some of these other ones that you saw? These, uh, in, yeah, the, was... in, the, in the business world, where'd it go? Uh... Does astrology actually matter? That's another one. <laughs> uh, conveniently located. Oh yeah, that's a good one. So I think I think it was the first time I realized that um, it was a, a commercial for uh, Morongo. Yeah, conveniently located between the fifteen or whatever. Well, or it'll, it I think it, it'll say something like conveniently located ninety minutes from wherever you are. Oh yeah, and I'm like that. I got that right, right? They say I think, yes, like I have heard that. Yeah, and I just remember like thinking like. What if I'm because that that radio station I was listening to, I think it was like Kiss FM. Okay, that's a, a large area. Yeah. So if you're like in Torrance, yeah. For, for those out of state that might be watching this, Torrance and where Morongo <laughs> is is at least a two hour drive. And another context is just how horrible traffic is. So if I left, yeah. If I left uh, 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 Azusa and decided to go to Riverside at four p.m. on a Friday, three hours, two to three, hours. and I don't get there in ninety minutes. I'm suing someone because you're you're right. That's specific, very specifically. Morongo saying 90 minutes from wherever you are is a ballsy claim to make. <laughs> being outside of LA, yeah. That being said, they just want you to look at a map as to where it is. No, of so course, that's, that's yeah. marketing playing with you. Of course, that's just pure marketing playing with you. Because even um, and I'll, I'll shout them out. Uh, Jack of all nerds. I've been on there a few times. Um, they they would do some advertising for my place, and they'd always say conveniently located off the 210 and Day Creek exit. And and they're on 
they're a podcast, so that could be someone listening in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or Myanmar. They get to look or at Myanmar. It. Or Myanmar. Um, shout out. And that's a callback. That's a callback. Yeah. And uh, uh, that's what a, they call a callback. That's what they call it. But, but unless so, that episode goes after this episode, we'll see. That's a call. I mean, for, it's, it's a call. It's forward. always the day of we record. There's a callback, and then there's a call forward, where we uh, we guess foreshadowing mm-hmm. we just foreshadowed that unless it would happen before of course we shoot these live by the way um <laughs> we if literally i was gonna do. say if i was gonna say this is a total force multiplier what do you think what comes to mind force multiplier shitty high school math classes <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> something that increases your strength you know what let me look it up because that <laughs> word gets tossed around in circles force multiplier Shit, I just had one and I forgot. There's oh one I see on menus a lot, and I understand the marketing strategy behind it. But even on our menus, I always try to avoid it when it says, like, cook to perfection. <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? I know, I, I understand I what it means, but cause if, you, if your menu says cook to perfection, <laughs> and that steak is a little too, you know what I mean? Like, it's a ballsy thing to put on a menu. You know what? Whatever we're going to call this episode, we're going to call it part one. Um, we're gonna. I'm just gonna say it right now for those of you listening. Leave comments for more phrases that you cannot stand, and if you leave a comment, we will talk about it. Absolutely, and, and oh, we definitely. will definitely talk because it's, it's early um, on right now, and we're getting no comments. Because <laughs> because you said it, because you said it, it reminded me. Um, this episode recorded live. Um, now, if it's in front of an audience, that's one thing. But if a podcast is recorded live, no shit. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I was. Uh, even shows would be like, this was recorded in front of a live audience. Okay. But even yeah. people say like, this was recorded live. Right. Well, of course. I've, yeah. I've, I've listened to radio stations where like they'll have um, uh, uh, sister stations, like the same parent mm-hmm. uh, uh, corporation that runs all these radio stations. And on one station, it'll be live. Starts at 9, a, 9 to 12, it's live. Um, on the other station, starting at 12, they play the recording of the other station. Mm-hmm. So on the station that's playing the recording, they'll say uh, such and such show re- uh, live Re- coming to you for live. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. Or they'll say recorded live. Recorded live. Which, duh. Yeah. But I mean like recorded live. It's like, okay, so they recorded this, but everything is recorded live. So, technically. okay, I'd yeah. have the name for the episode. Recorded it's, live. No, no. It's <laughs> called opposed to what? As opposed to what? As opposed to what? Okay, yeah. recorded live. As opposed to what? <laughs> That it was it was pre-recorded live. You guys are the type of people who watch the ball drop in New York and go, "That's not really live." Yes, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that every time. <laughs> but I could appreciate. Well, you know my, ass I, be- like, my ass is in bed. My ass is in bed at nine p.m. But I could. But I could still. In New York already. Dude, I, I started going that. to bed at ten p.m. on New Year's Eve, and it's the best thing ever. But also, when the <laughs> when when the ball drops, it does say like pre-recorded. It does say yeah. that. On the West Coast. Then it must really annoy you that the commercials, you know, the commercials, the end of, you know, 2000. No, it's 2001 no, no. now. You know what? No. I mean, the New Year's Eve thing, that's a, that's, a, that's a good point. There should be celebration of the time change at whatever time zone you're in. You know, I, Celebrating with another time zone does seem weird. I've never thought about that. I, I have. I remember I was talking to someone about that and... We, we concluded that like it would be so much cooler. And I'm surprised no one's thought of this. If So NBC, let's just throw out it. NBC has their dropping the ball at, in New York. Right. Like everyone does. For each time zone. But no, but then so what's the next over? Chicago. Uh-huh. Do, do some sort of drop, do some sort of party in Chicago. Yeah. So that when they hit, 
It's theirs. Yeah. Um, and then one in Denver. I was and saying, then one in, in San Fran. Or L.A. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. or L.A. Like De- yeah. I was kind of thinking like the, the mountain states. I was like, mm, there's not a lot that. Denver, you're good. Right? Right. Denver's good. Um, <laughs> Denver. And then so then one in L.A. Or even Vegas for West Coast. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But uh, that'd be that'd super be a cool. great idea. Like an hour, an hour of each show. New yeah, York drops. A ball cool. drop at Chicago the next zone. hour. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. would be cool. Eddie, what you might know? I know Mike doesn't know. I'm just assuming Mike doesn't know. There is a province in Canada that is at like a half hour off. Have you heard about that? Like most time zones are like by oh, yeah. hours, but there's a province in Canada. I think it's Nova Scotia that's like a half hour. I know what you're talking I about. You're right. I, I don't even know if that's a province. That's not Nova Scotia. Is Nova Scotia a province? I don't, I don't fucking know. That's basically a province is a state. I'm looking it up right now. I, I think know, Nova Scotia is in a province. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's Nova Scotia, but I know what you're talking about. That there is somewhere that's like a half hour. This, off. Yeah. yeah, it's like Arizona. It, it doesn't do the the, the switch. daylight saving time, which they shouldn't anyway. It's actually Newfoundland. Newfoundland. There you go. Newfoundland is they're already. It's already two, two, uh, two oh eight. That's a.m. Wow. Wow. So like, yeah, it's a half hour. So it's a half hour different. Yeah. yeah wow. It's two Oh eight. Oh, next door at Atlantic daytime, Atlantic daylight time. It's one thirty eight. Well, I like it. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah. Newfoundland, Newfoundland, go Newfoundland. What do you do with that? Half <laughs> Newfoundland is Canada's Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> only half, only half of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's gotta be weird. That is odd. Change, change yeah, your watches yeah, yeah. for a half hour. Yeah, that's, that's just that's just being stubborn. Yeah, there's no reason for that. I want it. I want to go there. The worst is flying across. I'm back to Arizona. <laughs> flying across Drive. the country from California to to the East Coast, um, and there's a layover in Arizona during daylight saving time. So it's like you're changing your clock, but not as you're. It's terribly confusing but luckily your phone does it for you yeah yeah Once imagine the having go. a layover there, how wacky that is because imagine you know, what sorry you get cut out of it having a layover over there because yeah when went to mexico this past april it was like okay we landed what time is it here <laughs> is it is it the normal time or is it the special arizona sweet time you know <laughs> we still had to run to the next terminal and it didn't make a difference it's like we were just right on time that makes things like that wacky. Yeah. But so other phrases we don't like. Arizona. Uh, no, as <laughs> Arizona. Well, as opposed to what? Like, <laughs> New Mexico. See, no, we'll have to have a separation between phrases that are dumb because they're redundant, like handcrafted. Yeah. Like handcrafted cocktails, as opposed to what? Uh, record in front of a live audience. Well, as opposed to like a live re- track. Recording in front of a live audience it's makes like a, sense. A live track. Like, okay. like laugh but track. recorded live. Yeah, everything's yes. I know someone I know someone who absolutely despised the phrase it is what it is. I could see that. I use that phrase quite yeah, often. But I can see how people But don't I like can it. see why it's that. or uh this is a throwback to to Gavin Morris. Maybe I shouldn't say his full name. Too late. Um <laughs> Fuck you, Gavin. <laughs> no, he he I've heard other people say this, but he was the first one I heard say it. When someone's like, "Yo, Mitch, I'm not going to lie to you." Something. <laughs> And it's like, should I assume that you're always lying to me then? That you have to specifically See, say that you're not lying. Well, I said that because there should be a difference between, as opposed to what phrases, just grammatically incorrect f- phrases like mm-hmm. irregardless or oh, yeah. a whole nother or, you know, et cetera. But then there's the uh, 
just incorrect phrase. Like, so I was thinking to myself, yeah, yeah, yes, you were correct. It should be, or, it should be, I was thinking, I was thinking, or I was talking to myself, or whatever. I mean, so I said out loud, yeah. Correct. <laughs> you, you are technically correct. Yeah. Yeah. So but, anytime I forget who I heard some radio host say, uh, so I thought to myself, well, yeah, I guess I do. Don't I? And then yeah. ever since he said that, I cannot hear. No, I, I never actually thought of those. You're right. It's like, I wouldn't say, well, Mitch, I thought to you. <laughs> Well, how many times have you been telling a story? You'd be like, oh, yeah, so I'm at this bar, and this dude was being crazy. So I thought to myself, like, well, hang on. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you. Yeah. That's true. Well, then you just shut up. So I thought to myself. (laughs) And so I went over. (laughs) That's true. I like that. For the dramatization. Yeah. I'm telling this story. I was in this this bar, and, uh, you know, this guy was acting crazy. So I thought to myself. But I decided not to do it. (laughs) Do the... uh, yeah, the Emerald thing. I thought to myself, so. That's oh, every God, story yeah. I'm telling from now on. <laughs> I thought to myself. Skip, skip what you thought to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, because you did. Yeah. I thought to myself. But then I decided I was not going to get arrested today. Yeah. Not today. I thought to myself. That's probably a bad idea. I was thinking. I, I thought about this joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. But the, uh, the, the lying one. Uh, I remember he pointed out to me first, and I thought that was kind of funny. I'm you, not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. It's like, oh, uh, should that be my assumption? To what? As yeah. opposed to what? Like, do you normally lie? Yeah. So it was I'm actually... be frank with you. That's what it's saying. That's of course, opposite. Of course. I'm going to be frank. I, I understand the, the purpose of it, but the phrase itself is kind of... Uh, I, I, I actually prefer what you just said, Eddie. I, I'm being frank with you. I yeah. think that's kind of well put. It's I like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'll, I'm going to be straight. In I'm my, not going to pull your leg. In you know. my honest opinion... Uh, because I have fake opinions. Oh, I do too. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Um, so one thing Danny said, it's not a common... To get back to the dating scene. There you go. <laughs> um, Danny said this once about our friend, uh, a friend of ours. And what he said was, he's like, you know, he, uh, you know him. He either has, he's like in a relationship or he isn't. He's in a relationship or he isn't. And I understood what he was trying to say, but I was like... Yeah. As opposed to... <laughs> <laughs> purgatory relationship purgatory yeah, and it's, it's what it was a meme i saw where it was like if you think about it everything in this world either is or isn't a potato dumb but i, I was dumb but once it's fucking dumb how you gonna, oh, you gonna waste airtime with that but it's true fucking joke it's true though it's i don't care it's not how a joke. true it is oh my god everything is either a potato or not that's like it's one of those jokes like uh you know to be frank i'd have to change my name uh, How long is the Chinaman's name? <laughs> then sometimes, sometimes it's embarrassing when you're caught on video, and it wasn't a big deal. It was like uh, companies like what 25th anniversary or something like that, um, and cameras and a microphone's in front of my face. Where do you think the company's going? And I said, if you want the honest truth, I think this is only the beginning. This is that a 25th anniversary? Yeah. <laughs> that's another uh, that's another redundant one is the honest oh, truth. Honest truth. The yeah. honest truth. As opposed to the dishonest <laughs> you lie. S- you start saying that from now on. There's redundant, the honest truth, and then there's oxymoron, like in my to speak my truth. That's <laughs> <laughs> an annoying phrase, but that's I think a, I get it. It's, that's an alternate fact. It's exactly. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I see what you mean it's, now. It's, if, if, if hypothetically you're like, okay, this is two plus two is four. And then yeah. I'm like, well, well my, my truth is. Right. 
Okay, in that phrase, yeah. People that use case, the yeah. phrase, this is another example of a good one, to speak my truth. What they mean is to speak my opinion. To yes. speak their point of yes. view. Yeah. Speak their point of view. So I, it's not truth. There's no my truth. There's so just, that, that phrase is tolerable if we were debating wh- wh- how we felt about something. Yes. How do we feel about this movie? Well, to speak my truth. No, no, no. Because saying my opinion is... I'm going back to uh, how people use the word ironic to say things that are not ironic. People use that phrase to speak my truth. They are incorrectly using the word truth, thus bastardizing it, thus devaluing the Okay, I kind of see what you're saying now. So it's it's more of just my nitpicky... Not nitpicky, it's just a fact that they're misusing language and thus reducing the value of language. Well, it is... experience it is their truth yeah i was gonna say so eddie Eddie beat me to it if it is something like religion for instance if you're talking um because you're christian if you're talking to a jew or a um, muslim Uh like christianity is your truth it's my belief but but if i'm debating something it's my belief and truth though is it's a universal right or wrong it's it's something that can't be objective okay so to say it's my truth would suggest that it's objective. An objective truth is an oxymoron. Now this is going to yes. spur some debate in the comments, like whether truth can no, be that, objective or that, not. But because like I, I agree with you in the sense of yes, if you're talking about the pure definition of truth, correct, then it is objective. Correct, you can't so, say my truth versus your right. truth. Right, and where I come from, a point in my opinion, <laughs> that pure definition of words is is very sacred. And I think it's it's grossly bastardized. People use words mm-hmm. when they don't mean words. And to the point now where something oh, we're getting deep in, into it now. Yeah. But like, you know, to use word to this use is words semantics. This is this is really good. To use okay. words incorrectly, like words like racist, if something is racist. I mean, Eddie, you even mentioned once in a conversation yeah. a long time ago, the pure definition of the word racism is to is to what did you say? The the it's, well, it's anthropology based. So right. race is a study of anthropology, and mm-hmm. dating. I did, when I took a cultural, is it cultural anthropology? No, I took anthropology in freaking a freshman in high school, uh, and then reassessed that in uh, in college. And there were three ra- three races: Negroid, mm-hmm. Mongoloid, Caucasoid. Mm-hmm. And back then, we're talking like twenty twenty five years uh, knowledge. The only two that were kind of um, that could be considered their own race were the Aborigines of Australia and Filipino, because there was such a just a diversity in that gene pool that wow. conceivably that might be considered another race. Okay, so, so I mean, if if you're discussing culture, right? You know, that's or nationalist. Mm-hmm. Are you are you are or you nationalist? Nationalist yeah. would be a better first, like or uh, uh, a pigmentist. Would be a better, a more accurate phrase than how people <laughs> yeah, use the term. A little, a little doesn't roll off the tongue as easy, but yes. Yeah, well, yeah, but like I mean, it, we have plenty of examples of where words have become have changed their meaning over time, not because we mm-hmm. decided to change the meaning, but because it's been so misused mm-hmm. that the culture sure. kind of decides to use that word for something it's not meant for, sure. and as a result, I think, in my opinion, that the culture gets dumber because of that rather than Mm. using words correctly, learning how to use them correctly. And if we need to find a word that accurately expresses how we feel, we just use words that kind of mean how we feel like something's ironic and not a coincidence. Yeah. Um, And in my opinion, that makes humanity dumber, the culture dumber because they don't 
properly use language. Well, I think there should be a distinction because if we're, because I, I agree with the um, ironic and uh, and coincident um, comparison, but but I think the term racism or racist, uh, Eddie's right. So remember, I, uh, my dad and I talked about that one time, the three races. And I think over time, though, I, I'm okay with certain terms um, evolving over time. Like this word is used for this thing. <laughs> and over time, just because people are people, you start using things for slang and that, that words evolve. Right. Um, so I'm okay with that. But going back to truth, truth has never evolved. The definition of it doesn't allow it to evolve. Wow. Because uh, yeah. um, when you talk wow. about, say, like racist, the, the term race, like, like Eddie said, um, when you study the anthropology of it, there is the three three races. Right. But that term has evolved now to mean pretty much the color of your skin and also kind or of where you come from. Nationality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a pigmentist or a kind, nationalist. Exactly. But, but so like I'm okay with that term evolving because I think – I remember I read somewhere that even like slang terms mm -hmm. where you get older and you hear this new slang, you're kind of like fucking kids. Right. But in reality, that's that's a common thing through the centuries that their new terms are – and they, they are created, and then so all the, terms are evolved. So the word race has ch has evolved, changed its name to how we use it. To I, th I think so. Otherwise, obviously, that's how we, we use, right, right, yeah, use yeah. it for. And, um, but obviously, if you go down to the technical term, Eddie's correct. But the way we use it casually, I'm okay mm -hmm. with that. I think comparing that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But I think you, comparing that to irony and coincidence isn't the same thing necessarily. It's not, but it's on... But I, I understand. Think it's I know what same, you mean. Yeah, it's not as severe as that, but it's in the same vein. I, I understand. And what you where mean. we let the little words go by, like coincidence and ir ironic, we open up to the next level of words to go by. Maybe yeah. um, it gets to the point now where um, saying someone's skin color as a particular color is now hailed as being racist, and when you use uh, an example I, I like to call back on is there was a sports commentator, I forget his name. Um, they were last year, two years ago, whatever, there's this new quarterback that's just killing it. And he's um, uh, happened to be an African American quarterback. And he, I, I don't know what, what team or what I forgot because I don't read. Um, but what was setting him apart from other quarterbacks was the fact that he was running the ball a lot more than other quarterbacks. It wasn't Cam Newton, it was another, you know, uh, but Randall was, Cunningham? May, it might have been. I don't remember, but he was running the ball a lot better and he was faking passes and running the ball and he was getting a lot of yardage because of that. Uh, this commentator pointed out, white commentator pointed out, um, well, what I've know, what I've heard from the players is that he would fake a pass and tuck the ball down into his arm and his skin tone was very similar to the football's color tone. Um, and that made it easier for him to hide the ball and run it during plays. Fired. Like out at like fired, canceled, gone because he was a racist. Hmm. So I, I don't know if I'd call him a racist. I'd say that's a stupid thing. Okay, to say. you wouldn't call him a racist. The point I'm making that it, it, is that is the now, culture yeah. is to hail that as bad as the Klan. But that, that's, I think that's a separate issue. To then. use the same word racist for that as opposed to someone who's legitimately racist. I, I would agree with that, but I think that's a, a different argument to be made because we're talking about the, the term of a word. We're not talking about misapplication of that word, the, the misapplication. Well, or I would say I would the say word. the term racist being a very severe, harsh word. I, I what I'm well, I guess the point I'm making is that I, I feel like certain terms like racist, like sexist, like uh, Nazi, are words that are very severe and carry a lot of weight. Sure, and they're so thrown around now. But I, th but I think that's a different argument because because they are trigger words. No, sure. Once it becomes a trigger words. It can take it takes on an emotional value rather than 
kind of a legal value or a truth value. No, that's it exactly. I think that's it exactly. But, but, it's but, the emotional value rather than the literal translation. But, but what I mean is, is um, I'm not disagreeing with you. I do think sometimes those words are just thrown around um, for, you know, just because they're easy to throw around. But as far as the evolution of the word, I don't think that applies. I think that's misusing the word, uh, you know, like if, if someone just throws around racist because of dumb things, mm -hmm. that's not necessarily saying that it's, it doesn't apply. I don't think it applies to the argument, the debate we're having, or the, that's not even a debate, the discussion Maybe of... Maybe not. Because uh, we're talking about the word, how it evolved over time, not the misuse of the current definition. I guess the, the, the connection I was making is that where as a word meaning evolves over time, the term racist, the 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 uh, severity severity of it has become broader to mean a lot different. Maybe, so but I think but I think way. even if we were going through the literal definitions, if if pigmentist was the term, it would just <laughs> yeah. be that term instead. Right. Yeah. So okay. I, that's why I mean I think I don't think it's a separate argument. Okay. Um, yeah. Probably that'll be another episode. Yeah. Another episode we'll get to at some point. Cool. I'll I'll do then some you research too. Many syllables and convenience. And well, you're a pigmentist. You're somebody who discriminates on color. So you're a pig. But then you pig mean cop. <laughs> it's you know, PYG. Like you have all these. You'll have all these semantics. Isn't that pejorative for a cop? You know. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. That's no, true. Pigmentist. I'm gonna start saying that from now on. You're a pigmentist. If someone's like, <laughs> you are such a pigmentist. Like, like hey, dude, don't be a pigmentist. Like, Come like, on. So this, <laughs> I met this guy. He was black. Why does it matter if he's black? Why are, you, are you a pigmentist? <laughs> See, that, has, that has the same skin tone. That makes so much more sense. That yeah, does. I can see Mitch coming out. That makes more sense. Thanks. These fucking Polacks come into my town. Oh, don't be a nationalist. Come don't on. Don't be a nationalist. Don't, you know, nationalist. Like, like, you know what? I really hate these fucking Mongoloids coming to my. Okay, now Whoa. you're a racist. Whoa, that's racist. Now you're a racist. <laughs> Why are you a hell's angel? I mean, uh, Mongols. I got it. That was funny. Thank you. No, it shouldn't be nationalist. It should be nationalitist. No, someone's nationality you're gonna play no. semantics nationalities what's what uh even uh, that's a different discussion okay back to terms <laughs> um no, actually we're, we're actually pushing this this is supposed to be 25 minutes what, what, what are we at 56 oh fuck or <laughs> 53 technically 53. <laughs> well uh should we should we wrap it up then yeah sure uh, any, any any more thoughts or yeah uh we get carried away with semantics and i like the fact that you know we addressed kind of buzzwords that are highly emotive. I mean, when you brand somebody like that, it's very hard. We, and we talked about burden of proof earlier. Hmm. And we talked about Russell's teapot. Is that this episode? I think that was, that, was that, episode. Episode. that was the last episode. episode. If you have a trigger word and it's associated with you, then it's an incumbent to you to prove that you aren't that pejorative designation, huh. even though it's not true. That's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way cancel culture works. Yeah. So, yeah, right. I kind of, I love, Eddie, I love your perspective on this because you, you, you have a great way of presenting a, a frame of thinking, I guess, without giving your opinion on it. Your, mm -hmm. your explanation just then of cancel culture. It's like from, you, you just gave a great explanation of cancel culture without Taking any side, yeah. presumptions of, of what side it's on. Yeah. Uh, that was that's a good talent. It's a good talent to have. <laughs> you should be a politician. No, no, God, no, God, no. <laughs> He's too smart for that. That's why. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, we started on uh, casual ways to ask a girl over, and uh, ended with <laughs> ended with racism. I feel like every episode is just going to casually evolve back to the racist issue, yeah. and just you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a trigger word, and it, it deserves to be discussed. Yeah. 
No, yeah. I think that's a, yeah. that'd be a discussion uh, for the political. Political. Yeah. The the I love. I'm gonna write that down. The word the words you used, Eddie. The the um, emotional value of words rather than the literal definition mm-hmm. value of words. Mm-hmm. Right. I, that's interesting. And I'll have to develop an opinion on that. So anyway, that's, well, uh, it's the emotion that gets your ass up off the couch and go carry a sign and yell and you know. Oh yeah. Walk a mile and stop traffic. And, yeah. See, I can't present. I I can't present a point of view without expressing my point of view. I think it's a weakness I have. So <laughs> I think. Well, no, I think I think that's fine. Because um, I can't yeah. talk about cancel culture without talking about how dumb I think it is. But you know, that's a political. That's a political. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thank you, everyone. If you if you're if you've listened this far, you know, have yourself another beer. You've earned it. Listening to us just <laughs> rant and talk about shit. I know me. I I I. I don't care what I have to say. I don't, I'm surprised you guys do, but anyway, thanks for listening. Anyway, uh, any last Eddie, any, any last words there? That'll do it. Stay tuned. We got more good things. Fake philosopher dot X and the fake philosophers. For anybody who wishes to make crypto donations, please do. We're accepting talk. Ethereum, Cordano, Algorand, Dogecoin, whatever. You go there. There's nothing right now. Cause there's, I've, written on it but we'll get qr codes and if you're really mean really mean it we'll find a way the optimistic yes. the optimistic trader says <laughs> it's a buyer's market <laughs> uh, uh mike any last words there i'm good man um right. i appreciate everyone watching this is like i said uh said a hundred thousand times something we've been wanting to do for a while and we're actually sitting down and trying to get it done so all right yeah thank well you. thank you for joining us um i'm i'm mitch and uh glad to glad you glad you listened and uh have a have a have a I'm going to take that again. <laughs> Going back to one. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, tune in. We'll be having more episodes. We'll try to get at least a, an episode a week. But um, thank you for watching, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.